Live from Sacramento, California. Woke up quick at about noon. Featuring Damian Barling. Yes, I absolutely still love Russell Westbrook. So what? And Kenny Carraway. Sometimes you're really just vibing out. This is D-Lo and KC. I'm the Streets Voice out west. Legendary self-made progress. Last time that I checked. On ESPN 1320. Yo, what's good, baby? Welcome in to this Wednesday, January 11th edition of D-Lo and KC. We thank you so much for being with us. I am Damian Barley. Acknowledge me! He's Kenny Carraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. Again, we are so happy that you are here with us. The man, uh, Kyle Draper, NBC Sports California, Drapes. will be with us at the bottom of this hour. Uh, will Z. Uh, will be with us this hour as well to preview tonight's Kings-Rockets game by the numbers. Sheena Quick uh, will be with us. Sheena Quick, of course, 1340 uh, Fox Sports. Carolina beat writer, uh, but just a great football talk. Uh, so we'll chat with her. A lot going on in Carolina. Curious to get her thoughts because they dealt with a lot of quarterback issues they this did. year. They Curious did. what she thinks about what's going on at the quarterback position uh, out in San Francisco. They also gave San Francisco the best player in football. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> there is that. Uh, we'll talk about the players all-pro list that came out that Michael Parsons wasn't particularly <laughs> thrilled with. So we've got all of that for you, plus James Ham with us. Uh, he'll make his way in here as shoot-around wraps up uh, to help us get ready uh, for the Kings and the Rockets, uh, which is tonight at the Golden One Center. Tonight at the Golden One Center, Kings Rockets, like you said, another opportunity to put another Build. win in the win column. That's what all these are. I was thinking about it yesterday when you were like, man, how, how am I going to get excited? I expect them to win, things of that nature. Hey, just put more put more money in the bank. Mm-hmm. You know, no pun intended for everything that's been going on the last 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> just put some money in the bank. Right there. <laughs> that Saudi group cashing in the briefcase. <laughs> they cashing in the briefcase. Oh my baby. God. Yeah, well, well we, we will talk WWE and that, 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 what was going on on Twitter last night. And I really do believe that's all it was, was something that was going on on Twitter. Um, but yeah, like I, and, and I probably overreacted a little bit. It could have just been a reaction to the Orlando game because I think I was a little antsy about the Orlando game given the way that the Laker game went mm-hmm. uh, you know or, Orlando or, with the win last night or, or right <laughs> on the second night of a back-to-back Orlando you know they don't have a, a, a LeBron James there but they got the equivalent of a Thomas Bryant <laughs> so they got a Paolo Bancaro they got a pal well Ooh. in time man that's Ooh. gonna be that's blue chipper right there <laughs> that's blue chipper that's blue chipper right there that's 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 gonna be the dude but um I wanted to play that soundbite so bad. I that's just, Blue Chipper right there. Uh, that's that's <laughs> man. They also got a Franz Wagner. The yeah. Yeah, how you feel about night? Franz Wagner now, Kenny? <laughs> Bet you wish the Kings would have drafted him. That's Blue Chipper right there. <laughs> that's a great clip. Such a, that's great, a great clip. clip. Such he went for thirty, clip. I think, last night. Franz? Yeah. He was killing 29 or 30, one or two. I think I just came out of that Kings game because they were, you know, I I, I told you I thought the turning point was the Davion on Palo play that mm-hmm. led to the Keegan three. And I think that was, I mean, you know, it, it, it could be revisionist history on my part or, you know, looking back again, hindsight, I think that was the first quarter. But I felt pretty mm-hmm. good on that play. It felt like they were playing with energy on both ends of the floor. The shot was falling. 
and it wasn't just falling for one person. Like Keegan had hit a shot, or he had hit some shots. Harrison was already, you know, doing his thing. Uh, De'Aaron hit the first shot of the game, which I think was a three. Uh, so you, you, I, I felt really good about where they were, and I think I just kind of settled into, okay, I think the Kings got this one. Mm-hmm. And then the lead built to as high as 31, and I never thought, even when the lead got smaller, that they played better. They're not, they're not losing this game. Mm-hmm. The Kings absolutely are not losing this game. So the, in, in that regard, that game Monday was kind of like, this is what I expected them to do. And that's a good thing because not only is it what I expected them to do, it's what they've done this year in moments where it's like, hey – don't be that team from last year. Mm-hmm. They've never shown any signs of of slipping into uh, a, a losing streak that uh, becomes something that they can't they can't recover from. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 I think that 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 shifted yesterday as we were talking. I think it shifted my focus. If the Kings are are up tonight and playing well, I'm going to be happy. Like mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna feel good about where they're at, and I'm not going to be as You know, because I questioned whether I was going to enjoy these games the next, you know, the next three games with Houston and and San Antonio this weekend. But you're right. If put that money in, put that money in the bank, and 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 keep it moving. And I mean, you have scoreboards go your way like they did last night. Yeah, a couple things went your way last night. Scoreboard was popping last night. Yeah, there was was a couple of lose lose slash win win situations. Well, with the Clippers, was it? It was Clippers Dallas, right? Because the Clippers Dallas and Warriors Suns was a little bit of a eh. But I think I, I think in that can't tie. They can't tie. Same football. Can't tie. You know, so you know, I, I can't complain with how things went down. Um, but Golden State lost, Portland lost, and mm-hmm. Dallas all lost, mm-hmm. lost yesterday. The uh, the Warriors, ironically enough, what's that? Four losses in a row. Yeah, and they lost to like Detroit, Orlando. Yep. Maybe it's three. Maybe it's four. And I no, it's four. Who's the other? They lost to another bad team. They like lost the, to Detroit, I, I like Orlando, and Phoenix. Uh, Golden State. Oh, I, I I apologize. You're right. It's three straight losses. Okay. Let me let me refresh just to make sure. I swore it was four. No, it's three. Yeah, Golden State, Orlando, uh, and so that's a little weird considering they they were playing good basketball well, before those three games. I mean, if Phoenix had lost six in a row going into that game, the Clippers had lost six in a row uh, going into their game uh, against Dallas last night. So. I just, Kawhi, Kawhi. He was listening to D Lo KC. No, he, he should. He threw it back. He should. He said, What'd you say, KC? Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll, you don't think I'll ever be what? I think he had like 33 or 34 last night. Kill him. You but, think they ramp up his production as the season goes? I sure hope so. I mean, I, like, I know the, the common thought is, um, you know, Paul George and Kawhi won't play all year. I believe that won't be the case. I believe. In the you know maybe towards the end of this month or February, those two will start to ramp up and play more games, play together, and you know they they start to press on the gas a little bit. I think for them, the biggest thing is they're trying to get in the top six, mm-hmm. and they're trying to have those guys healthy for the playoffs. And you got to treat them with kid gloves because of that. But I do think they uh, they turn up the production uh, in the coming weeks. Yeah, I'm with you. I think they start ramping up before the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. I think they do it before the All-Star break because you get the All-Star break. Gotcha. Like you're you get right. the that time off, you get that time away so you can yep. kind of do that diagnostic check of how do you feel? How do these guys feel? And it gives you it just gives you more time, you know, to put together lineups and mm-hmm. rotations and like this is a lot for this is a lot for Ty Lue to figure out uh, kind of on the fly. So um, Phoenix desperately needed to win. Phoenix was 
Phoenix was missing everybody yesterday. That's and a they, bad loss it, for the Warriors. And I, th- I think that was the Warriors' first – it was their first game with all five starters because Wiggins is back too mm-hmm. since December 2nd. Wow. I say with a question mark. I think it was the sounds same. right. I think I saw J- John John Dinkinson tweet yeah, that. Sounds right. That, that was a bad loss, though. I mean, that's the, tough to get beat yep. up that way with with yep. Phoenix not having pretty much anybody there. Yeah, uh, not our problem. It's not our problem. Yeah, not I'll our take problem. it. And then Portland lost. Yeah, Portland out of top ten now. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Portland out of top ten. There's a lot of people that be, uh, you know, in my mentions. You know, the Portland Trailblazer fans, you know, they're, they're giving me Dame gifts and things things of that nature. Been awfully quiet in your boys mentioned lately. Now Portland has fallen off. I know when um, Trista was here, I talked about how before, I was like, I think Portland's going to be here. Mm-hmm. And in the recent weeks, I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. I don't least, know if they're going to make if it. If they are, they're going to be scrapping on that, yeah. that final stretch. Yeah, and then you got to wonder, if that's the case, would they do it? Like, I think this is what James, you know, talked about during the off season, mm-hmm. or shoot, he's even talked about it during the regular season, is how are teams going to respond? Like, if you're Portland in your two games, two games, we'll say two games, mm-hmm. out of the 10th spot, not the 6th, mm-hmm. but the 10th spot, with a month left, are you fighting for the 10? Or are you just like, meh, we in the lottery. I think cool. I I believe as long as Dame is playing because remember last year he was out so it was yep. easy for them to say let's We're just not take it anything. off yeah. as long as Dame is playing I always think about um, what happened with the bubble and Dame was like I don't want to go unless we got a real shot mm-hmm. if we got a real shot all right you know where I'm here mm-hmm. and I think about that with something like the ten seed Dame will be there like we got a shot mm-hmm. right, let's get in this thing and see what happens so to answer your question. I think if Dame is there and he's playing and he's healthy, I think they go for it. But I who's mean, two? Anthony. Yeah. Everyone what if Jeremy, he's not? Jeremy. Grant. Oh, Jeremy Grant. Jeremy yeah. Grant. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy Grant's had a hell of a season. He really has. He really has. I, I want to see. I watched the end of that game last night. Man, um, you got to show me. There's some you, interesting endings to basketball <laughs> games last <yeah>. night. <laughs> you gotta. Uh, you gotta help me with the where to find this two minute report because I'd like to see the. The Blazers' magic two-minute report. Okay, because they had a Dame, they had a Dame Lillard situation that was much like marketing on Keegan, except there wasn't even an offensive foul. There was mm. nothing. Mm. Three shots for Dame. I said, I said, what are we doing? Mm. What the hell's going on? These refs suck. Oh. They suck. Mm. I mean, they're just terrible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I need to see that two-minute report. Usually comes out around two o'clock. Or usually. Uh, as soon as I get the push notification, we'll pull, we'll, we'll pull it up and we'll 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 go over Orlando and Portland last night and see. That could be a YouTube exclusive. It don't have to see, be on the air. See how it went. <laughs> Check the last two minute report for Orlando and Portland last night. All the YouTube viewers, stick around. Yeah, you, you can you can check it out. This YouTube exclusive. Uh, that's gonna be a new segment. Last two minute report daily. <laughs> <laughs> we go around the league. Well, as long as it's not the lead segment, because if it's the league segment, you know what happened. (laughs) Um, Hopefully we don't have to mention that. We didn't have to mention the last two-minute report yesterday. Hopefully we don't have to mention it tomorrow. Please. Um, 
Yeah, there was some there was some good stuff on TV last night or League Pass last night. The, I th- I, th- I thought the Donovan return was fun. I got I missed that one, man. I missed everything that was going. It's on. worth going back and yeah. it's worth going back and watching. The Jazz won, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. They sure did. And, and Donovan had like forty six. Yeah. Did you see that thing I posted on my uh, Twitter? Although I might be blocked or muted, but um, of the little true. kid where uh, that saw uh, Donovan. On the way back, Donovan tweeted it out, and he's like, "This kid looked like six, seven, or eight. He's like, he waits for he used to wait for me. Yeah, in Utah, every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And he saw him. I was like, ah, oh, that got yeah. me in the field. Yeah. That's the that's the part that you know I I saw that, and then people were like, you know, don't think about or overlook when they talk about trade this guy, get him out of here. Mm-hmm. There's kids that love these players, yeah. love these players, mm-hmm. and are devastated when they leave. And it's a business. The kids will learn, but. Uh, that right there, you kind of forget, like, oh, man, I'm like, good, Donovan's out of Utah. There ain't nobody in Utah. And here was this kid who was there every day waiting for Donovan. So it was a good moment. We'll come back, man. Kyle Draper, NBC Sports California, uh, is going to join us. We'll dive into tonight's game. We'll get Kyle's thoughts on uh, how the Kings are playing as well, and we'll do all that uh, when D-Lo and Casey return. But just getting started, you can check us out on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320, youtube.com slash ESPN1320. You can watch us on Facebook Live as well. We've got Kings tickets in the final hour of the show. Uh, We've got a lot ahead for you here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN1320. D-Lo and Casey continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Passionate conversation surrounding officiating going on. I wish uh, Rob would call in. He may be working or something like that, but I want to talk to Rob. Rob is our uh, official official. Uh, And he's had it with me. He has had it with you. He is absolutely (laughs) fed up with you. Speaking of officiating, the Miami Heat shot 43 free throws last night. They made 40 free throws, too. They were 40 for 40 last night. That's what I'm talking about right there. Jimmy Butler was 23 of 23 from the foul line last night. That that's is what I'm talking about. phenomenal. Yeah. That's even better than How long imagine. did that game take? Cuz I I I had OKC I think OKC shot 21. Time. Yeah. And they missed what 9 of them? 14 of 21. Yeah. Not good enough. Apparently not, not good enough. Well, well that was a what <laughs> It was I, like a 1 point game. It, it was, was 121 it, or excuse me, it was 112 to 111. It was a great finish. That was an insane fi- yeah. well I, I, the, the the finish over the Gabe Vincent play was Ridiculous. That was ridiculous. I think that was a six-point possession because they called a clear path foul. Yeah. And then Gabe Vincent hit a four-point play. (laughs) That was nuts. So, 40 for 40 from the free throw line, NBA record. Ridiculous. Um, That's what I'll be talking about, man. That's how you got to get it done at the line. That's how you got to get it done at the line. 40 for 40, 40. 40 every night. 40 for 40 is wild. <laughs> uh, we'll continue this conversation. Let's get our man Drapes in here. Hey. Kyle Draper, NBC Sports California. Uh, coolest dude in every building. Uh, he steps in. Fact. Drapes, how you feeling on game day, baby? I'm feeling good, man. Looking forward for these two against Houston. Uh, here, here's something I'll bet on, fellas. I guarantee – you guys will not be in the building tonight or Friday. You only come out for the Lakers and Warriors. Wow. I love that. That's how you feel? 
That's how you feel, Drapes? Wow. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you people at home, you should have saw these two dudes Saturday for the Lakers game. It was like it was a, it was a BT Awards out there. They were walking the red carpet and everything. you, man. <laughs> you know it's true. Oh, man. Hey, man, we just – well, look, man, you know, I, I can only come out and play on the weekends, man. You know how it is, man. <laughs> I know, I know. I know it's the Rockets. Uh, so, you know, and, hey, H-Town Houston used to be the spot too, man. You, you know, back when they had James Harden and them. Come on, man. But it's a different Rockets team now, no doubt. Yeah. It's a young team. They're still exciting, though. They, mm-hmm. they just, you know, they haven't they haven't put it all together, and I think that's the plan. They'll put it together down the road. But they're, they're a team that, you know, and, and, and I feel like this is the theme, Drapes, when we talk about, you know, bad teams at the Kings are playing. Don't, don't let them hang around. Like, don't let them build confidence throughout the game. Like, you're going to have to do something, and it's weird to have these expectations for the Kings, but you're going to have to do something that, that, similar to what you did to Orlando, and that's get up and kind of control the game the whole time and don't give them, you know, too much hope uh, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I agree. And you, you mentioned something that was key, control the game. And so they got some young boys that can get up, up and down the floor that can run. And, you know, they're a team sort of a, a front runners. You know, that's what young players are, right? You know, when things are going good, shots are falling, you know, then, you know, you know, the, the 18 point per game guy becomes a 25, 27 point per game guy. And they got a lot of guys uh, like that. This is one of those uh, statement kind of games today and Friday. If you're really about that life, about you know being a top six team in the Western Conference, especially at home, you got to handle business. Well, Drapes, I agree 100 percent, man. I said at the beginning of the week, um, no disrespect to the Orlando Magic and the Houston Rockets. We just mentioned they've got talent. Both teams have talent. I- I'm not trying to disparage them at all. But if the Kings are what we hope they are, and that's a true playoff team, I need 3-0 this week. I'm going to get greedy, Drapes, and I know how you are coming from seeing the Celtics and seeing those teams. You understand that if you're about, if you're about that life, like you just said, you handle business against two teams like this at home. And, and not only that, you you, you got to handle this because you didn't handle the other games you were supposed exactly. to handle, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? You lose to Charlotte and Washington and Atlanta and, and the Lakers – you didn't handle your business. Now, if you would have won those games, all right, I, I could see a slip up maybe here or there. But these two games become so critical because you didn't handle business a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Drapes, what did you think about Mike Brown kind of calling out Keegan Murray uh, following that Lakers game, mentioning the uh, the 30 minutes, zero rebounds? We hadn't seen that a lot. I don't think we've seen that at all from Mike Brown this year. No, but I, I love it, and here's why. Because he expects, you know, Keegan to, to not play like a rookie, to, to play better than what he's playing. And, and that's the thing. Uh, Mike Brown told us a, a story about, you know, how he sat down with Keegan and asked him, you know, what can you do uh, to help the team outside of scoring? And Keegan's first thing, uh, answer was, well, I can create space. And Mike Brown's like, no, no, I'm talking about rebounding, defense, you know, uh, set screens, whatever. And so, you know, that's the one thing I mentioned on the postgame show that I thought has been critical. No matter what, Mike Brown has stuck with Keegan Murray. Remember he had the, the shooting slump earlier in the season. Mike Brown didn't bench him. Mike Brown didn't sit him down for an extended minutes or anything like that. He stuck with him. And I think this is, uh, you know, uh, Mike Brown's way of trying to motivate him, trying to push him. And Keegan may not see it, 
but Mike Brown sees it in him, if you know what I mean, yeah. that Keegan can, can be a more complete player, a more two-way player than what he's shown this season. I was talking to uh, an assistant coach uh, of another team last week about Mike Brown, and he was telling me, he said, Kyle, whether you're the first guy or the 13th guy, 13th guy on the roster, Mike Brown tries to empower you, tries mm. to tries to give you that confidence. And, and so I think that's what he was doing with Keegan, trying to say that, you know what, you know, we know you can knock down the threes. Now show me something else. Mm. I like that, Drake, because I've been, I had been questioning as of late, you know, uh, Mike Brown doing just that. I use the same exact words, talk about empowering these guys off the bench. And I was looking specifically at Metu, at Terrence Davis, and at KZ Akpala. And we saw KZ and Metu get that burn, you know, get some push uh, in that game against Orlando. And, and Metu showed up and got the defensive player of the game and all this other stuff. And for you to say that, you know, other people around the league believe that's what Mike Brown has done, it feels like, you know, after what we saw on Monday, calling out Keegan on Saturday and then having him respond and seeing Metu play, saying, seeing KZ play, that maybe Mike Brown is digging into that bag of trying to get the best out of these guys right now. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, let's let's give the players some credit as well because I'm sure it's tough on them, right, especially a guy like Metu and Terrence Davis, guys who were in the rotation, then out of the rotation, and now maybe back in the rotation. So the fact that they've stayed ready, not only a credit to them, but also a credit to Mike Brown because we've seen people, you know, being grumpy on the bench in previous years with their roles and, and not knowing what they're coming in. I will say, despite Metu and Terrence Davis not playing as much to Rashawn Holmes, I haven't heard an inkling uh, of them being unhappy or causing trouble in the locker room or, or being a distraction. And when their numbers have been called, uh, they've been able to come out there and, and perform, and that's a credit to them, but also I think the coaching staff and Mike Brown as well. Mike Brown seems like a guy, uh, Drapes, who communicates really well with his players. Like, He's not going to and, – and, and, and Chemezi kind of confirmed this to us, as, as, as did Mike, but uh, he, he's not going to put you on the bench, you know, for two weeks, for four games, for five games or whatever it is after you've been playing and not tell you why. Right, right. And, and he tells you what you need to do, right? Yeah. And, and here's the thing that, that I like about Mike Brown also is that, you know, we, we could say De'Aaron Fox is the best player. He gets on De'Aaron Fox just like he gets on everybody else in practice and in shoot-arounds and in film sessions. And so, you know, a lot of times, you know, the star players, you know, we can see it go sideways because players will be like, I'm making this mistake. But guess what? He's making it too, and coaches have pointed that out. I will say behind the scenes, he's pointing out, you know, the mistakes of everybody. And I think that, you know, has helped him uh, in his relationship with these guys, especially guys that aren't playing. It's, it's kept them – buying in that you know what it's not just me it's fox it's it's sabonis also the stars of the team also are being called out behind the scenes yeah. hey real quick james before you get out of here um sabonis is just gonna have at the end of the season 60 straight double doubles <laughs> is that what is that what we're looking at here he's never not gonna get a double double again you know what's so funny, man, I, and I heard you guys the other day talking about, you know, the last game against Orlando in the first quarter when he had like nine, five, and four, or something like that, yeah. something like that. And I was worried, man, at halftime he didn't have the double-double yet. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, I hope he gets it. And then sure enough, first minute of the third quarter, I think it was, he got that 10th rebound. And it's, it's amazing, man, that this guy makes it look – I know he's working hard, and, and I know you can see the effort that he's putting out there, but it, it, it's, it's like Groundhog Day. 
you know, mm-hmm. mark it down. This dude is going to get a double-double. And, you know, I talked to him yesterday uh, for an episode of King Central, and I asked him, I said, you know, you're the only guy I know that can get a triple-double with scoring, four, you know, shooting the ball four times. And he mm-hmm. said, Kyle, I don't care about that. I care about the win. And, mm-hmm. and those double-doubles are helping this team win. And uh, two assists shy of a triple-double, I mean, the, the importance of this dude not only shows in the numbers, but when he's off the floor as well, the team just is not as good, you know? Yeah. And so uh, he's been a joy, man. It, it's, it, that trade, I, I know we love Tyrese. Tyrese is balling out, but it's helped both teams, man. Yeah, for sure. I'm still shook, Drapes, that look like the BET Awards. <laughs> that was Saturday. hilarious. <laughs> you like that, right? That was like hilarious. That. <laughs> hey, Drapes, hey, man, next time next time we see you at the game, man, uh, tell your security detail to let me through, man. He had a couple Broad Street bullies out there that was like, hey, yeah. back up. Oh, Back yeah. up. Yeah. Let, let, tell him to let me through, man. Hey, man, you guys are like paparazzi out there taking pictures and tweeting, and I don't allow that, man. So, uh, maybe next time. Maybe <laughs> Drapes, oh, you're on the call tonight, right, Drapes? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My man. Tonight, uh, looking forward to it. We're locked in, man. We appreciate you as always. Thank you, my man. All right, fellas. Talk to you all soon. Take care, bro. That's Kyle Draper right there. Drapes is my guy. That was funny. That was, was like it was the that BET was Awards. <laughs> that was funny. Drapes always say something like I've and now I'm and, and look. He ain't wrong. We ain't going tonight, but now I'm now I'm like, yo, I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna go sit right next to Kyle just so he know I'm there. We're there way more than Drapes gives us yeah, credit man. for. Come on, man. And he that, that was funny though. I ain't even gonna be mad because he, Damian, he Damian looked like a BT award. I just asked him just regular something on. He was out there, you know, essentials, you know, very guy, it's whatever. That's all. Well, it's essentials. That's well, that's different. Saying, don't don't act like that. The same saying, thing, you know. And yeah, I look good. I ain't even mad about it. As soon as I that 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 was that was pretty new. I was like, you know what? This is the honest truth. I was like, if it rains, this is perfect. I'm gonna wear this. I'm gonna wear this on Saturday. It'd be perfect. If it rained, it won't even matter. And I put that joint on. I was like, yo, this is bad. That was cold. That was cold. This is bad. Yeah, that was cold. And then Kyle took the picture of me watching the uh 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 it was I don't think it wasn't the Chiefs Raiders, it might have been the Titans, Jaguars or something, but we were sitting at Echo and Rig waiting, waiting to get help. And he sent me that picture. I was like, (laughs) 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 (laughs)
<laughs> we got to get the wins now. Scheduled loss against <laughs> Oklahoma City next week. Scheduled loss. Because uh, I have to be around for that entire game. But. Speaking of, uh, again, we're, our guy Edison listens all the time. Shout yeah. out Edison Hicks. Man. Absolutely. I, 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 I get regular texts from him. Yeah, man. That's, that's my, my first man. basketball coach. Man. Shout out Edison. Okay. Shout out to everybody. Shout out Drapes for listening. Yeah, man. Uh, Drapes regularly references stuff we're talking about on this show. And we, I man, we can it. get uh, Drapes, Drapes, if he's listening right now, mention the chatty house on the broadcast. Hey, Drapes could do it. Drapes can't Ken, do it. Kenny, Kenny might lose his mind if 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 Kyle <laughs> says, oh, but he's on the call That's tonight. What I'm he could, he could, he could, you know. Drapes. Sabonis, Sabonis gets a double-double. Oh, man, the chatty house is going to be happy about that tomorrow. Oh, that's it right there. <laughs> That's it right there. Oh, come on, Drapes. Drapes, I think he was in the car. Come on, Drapes. Get in a chatty house reference today uh, on the broadcast. That's good stuff. Um, but you're right. Yeah, a big a big three-game stretch here uh, ahead of the scheduled loss against Oklahoma City. <laughs> Rematch against the Lakers there in between yeah. as well at uh, Staples. And San, the San Antonio San, game's in San Antonio. In That's San on the road. Did you, know, did you know the Warriors are at San Antonio on Friday on ESPN? Why? 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 I don't know. Yet they take this game away. Well, I mean, tonight, tonight was supposed to be the game, right? That's right, yeah. I mean, Steph is still... He's still in the It's San Antonio. They could they could broadcast a Warriors practice instead of San Antonio and give and give more viewers. That's hard. Nobody want to see the Spurs. Hell, nobody wanted to see the Spurs when they were good. <laughs> <laughs> that's accurate. Uh, oh, that's Thursday. Why? Well, I, I want to see. I want to see what the other, what the other uh, games scheduled that night are. Let's see the Kings. Well, yeah, there's 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 the Kings in Houston. They could have gave us they could have gave us that game. Or, well, they could have switched it up. <laughs> I was gonna say there's Denver and the Clippers, but that game's on ESPN. See, oh, yeah. I mean, Pelicans, Pistons, Hawks, Pacers, Man, Knicks, Wizards. They could show. Uh, yeah. They could show. They could show NFL matchups. I mean, you could have done Phoenix, Minnesota. <laughs> Something else. Nobody wants to see San Antonio. That's a four thirty start. I don't even think they care about the four thirty start. I care. Well, I do too because they're because well, I don't know. I'd I'd find a game for you. I'm. St- of, you know what? I had forgotten about that. Now he's now I'm pissed off again that tonight's game isn't on ESPN. Yeah, they could have win. They could have win Knicks Wizards. Atlanta Indiana. Atlanta, well, Indiana Atlanta Indiana. That would have been a fine game. Yeah. Like I, I think it's Pacers Knicks tonight. That's I'm I'm. That's no, and that's before, of, you know. You know how I know that was because it's another podcast. <laughs> you didn't hear? No, Halliburton was on another podcast. He was <laughs> Woj's podcast. <sighs> I heard, so I haven't heard it. I don't want to speak on it. I heard he did mention <laughs> Trey. <laughs> it was brought up again, but I heard it was it wasn't as much in a bitter tone. But I haven't heard it. I, I don't know. If you heard it, you can call in and tell us what the tone is or whatever. Uh, but I heard it was. I got the. It was I got brought the, up again. <laughs> Yo, know, it would be funny if, if, if it 
Because we always we always give him a pass, so to speak, for because I'm I'm assuming Woj brought it up. Mm. But it would be great if Woj was like, "Hey, uh, you know, you 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 seem to be like hitting a high gear, you know, right now. You know, you're the league leader in assist. Uh, uh, how are you bonding with your Pacers teammates? Mm. Well, you know, being traded from Sacramento, <laughs> where you know I was the only one who wanted to be there, <laughs> and the culture was bad." And then launch into his answer. There. <laughs> the culture was bad. I thought, you know, I thought about that last night because I was like, I mean, is the culture just perfect now? There, there, there's no reports. It's no nothing. It's it's certainly not bad. No, just no nothing. I don't Could, know. Those couldn't defensive... go a week last week without or last year without oh meddling owner. Oh yeah, oh, I, 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 that's the. So I guess Vivek has just magically stopped meddling now, right? <laughs> Kings are winning. Culture's good. Defensive player of the game, Shane. Everybody hyped up. Two all stars. I guess I guess Vivek isn't meddling hey, anymore. And huh? here's here's the here's the um, the nature. Anyone of the job business. on the line right now? Just I'm just asking. I'm a broadcast journalist. I'm just asking. <laughs> Here's the nature of the business, right? When it's this, is what I said last year when it was all bad, Vivek needs to sell. He's doing a terrible job meddling, and then they start winning. Oh, Mike Brown is doing great. <laughs> Monty McNair is doing an awesome job. No love for Vivek. Vivek sitting there at half court. With his uh, Whoa. with his well, club one jacket on. Well, was it? Wasn't? I'm sorry. Wasn't? Wasn't Keegan Murray Vivek's guy? Wasn't that the narrative? Jaden Ivy was who everyone in the front office wanted, but Keegan Murray was Vivek's guy. It's, that it's fact. That's what we would. We try to tell y'all to to stop paying attention to that stuff. That's it's fact. fake. It's not real. <laughs> None of it is real, and this is that we're we're four damn near forty games into the season. It's the greatest example of all that Vivek stuff being fake oh, and man. driven by people who have agendas. And agendas and the the, I'm not going to say a hundred percent of the time, but the majority of the time, all the, all of it is wins and losses, man. Mm. Like all of it is wins and losses. Robert Sarver probably taught everybody that. When the Phoenix Suns were going to the NBA Finals, wasn't nobody worried about nothing. Then they, then, then, and last year, last year, even after all this stuff came out, we were like, man, how are they going to deal with all this? They start winning. We didn't hear nothing else about Robert Sarver. He's doing the same thing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to this stuff, man. 916 909 1320. Let's get our man TC in here. TC, hey. what's good, baby? Hey, what's up with my two brothers, man? We good, TC. What's good with you, baby? Man, just a, a little bit. I mean, I didn't really hear the podcast, but I mean, what what I can take from it and what I did hear a little bits and pieces is he he wasn't really talking smack this time. He kind of was like, the, this time he finally said like the trade worked out for both teams. He kind of like piggybacked a little bit about him and De'Aaron not working in the backcourt, how they're both ball dominant. And he didn't like, you know what I mean? He was like, it's always gonna be he's it's always gonna be emotional to him, but. He he wasn't really like talking how he was talking before. You get what I'm saying? No, I heard the same thing. So, I heard the same thing. I heard it was just a yeah. general conversation. He he was making regular observations. I heard it was nothing nefarious going on. And then on another note, so look, check it out. Don't be surprised, Kenny and D'Lo. Don't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Roster politics 
will have Jimmy Garoppolo starting for the playoffs. <laughs> hey, so look, the funny thing about TC saying that is, I heard, I heard, uh, I think it was maybe Monday or something like that. Somebody said Jimmy was still wooling around with the air boot. Like he had the, you know, when you tear your Achilles mm-hmm. and you got to be on the stroller, mm-hmm. he was doing that. How the hell are you going to play TC in the playoffs? The man is still wheeling around on the cart. TC's 49ers fandom is a wild thing to document. If we just string together all of TC's calls over the football season, there's some wild stuff in there. We just play one after the other after the other. We just put a podcast out, TC with no context. That'd be some some amazing stuff. Jimmy out there rolling around like Buster Posey after he broke his ankle. What are you going to play? We'll come back. We'll continue to talk Kings basketball. We'll preview tonight's. Uh, Kings Rockets game uh, with Will Z when he joins us here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Z-Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Live on the Odyssey app, live on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320, youtube.com slash ESPN1320. Real quick, Jesse, you ever seen a sidekick before? Yes, I've seen a sidekick. Okay, I'm not that young. Like I, how old were you when the sidekick was out? I don't know, like ten maybe. You were ten. That when was, did it come out? When did it like come out? Twenty years ago, almost. No. Yeah, it was a. It was, a, it was, a, uh, yeah, it was, it was like about, five, it was about to eighteen, seven. about about sixteen, seventeen years ago. So I was about yeah, that, that, that tracks. Yeah. That tracks. I know you disrespect me. You so seen much a two way? You seen a two way? No, seen no two way. I need to see a picture of it. I can't okay. name it by him. I need to see a picture of it. What you know about beaming a contact to somebody? <laughs> I didn't she, even have a two. Yo, beam me your info. That was that was that was out of my out of my realm, man. I wasn't on that no, that D lo. No, bro. Seven hundred five J Street. No, you know it, I said? It, I was- it, it wasn't even seven hundred five J Street. It was oh, what was the address? Was it seventeen fifty Howe Avenue? I think it was the old KSFM building. We were on floor number five. Metro call was on floor number six. So we all got two ways. That's how it worked. He, she two ways me, so she writes back. Yeah. Will Z, you ever have a two-way pager? I did not. Will Z, well, on the low, Will Z. I don't know if Will Z ever seen a two-way. I don't think I have. As I say, Will Z, not, you're, not, a, you're not in, in our age. <laughs> Will, how old are you? Uh, 29. See what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Okay. He might have yeah. been in he might have been in elementary when the two ways came out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Can't look up stats on a two way pager. So uh, we welcome in our buddy Will Z, who previews every single game by the numbers. You could check out uh his latest preview over on ESPN thirteen twenties uh website. Will, let's start with the bench. Uh you talked about it in the article today. Obviously we saw the big performance from Chemezi Metu. Uh it, it feels like the bench's universe kind of centers around Malik Monk. What do the numbers tell us about the way the bench was playing and the way that they are playing? Yeah, so for the article, I looked at kind of split it in two for the bench numbers. So in the first 20 games, what I thought was so great about this team, especially in the beginning of the year, was how kind of diverse their scoring was, and that showed with the bench scoring. So in the first 20 games, they were averaging 42.7 points per game, which was second most in the NBA. In the last 19, though, that dropped to 31.1 points per game, which we've just seen, I don't know if it's just the numbers, number of minutes. Uh, 
the starters have really just kind of picked up that scoring slack. But last game we saw them come back. They had a nice game, and um, I don't know if it coincided with Monk coming back, if he needed some time to get healthy. But, yeah, you can really kind of see two different sides of the Kings bench in the first half of the season so far. So, well, one of the one of the things with um, the Kings defense and, and you know them having given up forty two points in the paint mm-hmm. uh, in that last game against Orlando, some of it is the the competition, some of it is the opponent. Right. Like mag- the Magic aren't this you know supreme scoring machine or anything like that. They're finding uh, a similar situation in a certain way with Houston, as you mentioned in the article. Um, they have the worst field goal percentage in the league, second mm-hmm. worst three-point percentage in the league. They don't seem to pass the ball, none of this stuff. I look at that as an opportunity for this Kings team to work on their defense and, and try mm-hmm. to gain some confidence with what they do on the defensive end by being able to get stops against a team that doesn't seem to shoot that well and doesn't really move the ball either. Yeah, 100%. And it's really just kind of pick your – when I was writing the article uh, – like pick your poison on almost which bad stat you want to write about the houston team like you said they just don't have much that they do well um it seems like they rely on kind of individual performances to kind of get their wins which the assist stat stood out to me um like you said kenny second fewest assists 21.8 per game Mm. so they just they don't pass as much they don't try and get that ball movement which makes it easier to play defense as long as you can stay in front of your guy that has the ball. Mm-hmm. Is there any metric stat number at all from mm-hmm. Houston that, 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 Hey, keep an eye on this one tonight. There are. So they are one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the league. Uh, they grab 13.2 offensive boards per game. Um, and 16.9 second chance points per game off of those. So, um, if the Kings can limit defensive, offensive rebounds and go after those defensive boards, they should be good. And then the other one that the Rockets do well is they get to the line a lot 25.4 free throws per game, which is fourth most in the NBA. Mm. So, just kind of key in on those two things. Don't let them beat you in the strong suits, and they should be fine. Yeah. I look at this game as an opportunity for the, like I mentioned, to get right on the defensive end. I think that goes mm-hmm. for the offensive end as well. I don't think Houston yep. plays that great a defense like we kind of discussed. And they don't. This, this is a situation where if you execute on both ends, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say a score you should blow them out or anything like that. I'm just saying it's an opportunity where if you execute, things should be taken care of. Like mm-hmm. do what you're supposed to do. You don't have to do nothing extraordinary. It'll come to you if you execute defensively and offensively. Yeah, 100%. And it also gives the Kings leeway on, so the Rockets have the 29th best offense and 28th defense. They're, the Kings would have to be almost terrible on both sides of the ball. I don't remember which game it was earlier in the season, but there was another where it was kind of similar circumstances where the Rockets will have to play well above their heads on both sides of the ball to kind of make the improvements and. I mean, they've beaten good teams, so it happens. Mm-hmm. But it just is a lot harder for the Rockets to get better in multiple categories all of a sudden for any given game, and then vice versa for the Kings to do poorly really all around the board, which, again, is possible, but just harder to do. Uh, if all fails, 
Uh, what was your strategy for them winning tonight's game? <laughs> Just make 23 threes again. That's it. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. 23 threes. Will, 39 assists. That number blew my mind. It's just so many. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. It's it's fun to watch. It's obviously effective. It helps when the shots are going in, but the ball movement seemed to be back on track. Once again, hey, listen to us. Yeah. We know the keys yep. to victory. Yep. Win Number the fast break so. points. Yep. Hit those threes. Uh, rack up those assists. Uh, and the fast break points. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. The Will Z um, <laughs> yeah, a place where I think the Kings can really feast tonight is the fast break points. So the Rockets allow 17.5 per game. That's the most in the league. To me, they are a young, talented team that isn't the most disciplined. I think that getting back in transition is its a mental thing. You have to want to run back. Hmm. And if the Rockets don't want to do that, then the Kings can just beat them down the floor and get some easy looks there. Um, and can I hopefully put this game away early? If the Rockets get disinterested, then it should be going um, easy going from there. That's the key, man. Like don't don't let these guys yep. gain confidence and get at the half or late in the third quarter and say, "Hey, we can win this one." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I wonder how different this game becomes if if the Kings' shot just doesn't fall. Like, because you know that they'll they'll sit on that three point line mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. pretty regularly. Like, do they start attacking? Uh, what do they do to make sure that this, like we were talking about with Drapes a few minutes ago, what do they do to make sure they control the game mm-hmm. if that three isn't falling? Because, again, the three fell really early for them mm-hmm. against Orlando, including the first shot at the game or the the, the, the first score from the game from De'Aaron. Yep. 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 Yeah, and they just checked. The Rockets allow 69.7% shooting in the restricted area, so that leaves an opening. If the three isn't falling, attack the rim and really put some emphasis on getting into the Rockets' interior defense. And Again, it's pick your poison on where you want to try and beat this team in terms of numbers-wise. Domas and Chemezi at the rim. Let's go. Let's you know go. what? You know those, what? You know, you know what? Dunks. You know what project uh, we should look into is, like, what correlation there is. And I, by, by we, of course, I mean Will. <laughs> um, <laughs> Metu and Monk. What do the, what 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 do the numbers look like when for 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 Monk when Met Two's out there? Like, what does it look like there when they're out there together? Because they just looked, they just looked as free as could be uh, against Orlando. So, uh, we'll we'll turn you loose on that. Uh, we'll let you get back to your duties, man. We appreciate you as always. Thank you, my friend. Oh my gosh, is this a Wait Will a Z freeze? Wait. Is this oh. the first ever? Oh my goodness. <laughs> The first ever Will Z freeze. Oh, oh what a oh, moment! Will. Screenshot it, Doctor David. Just screenshot it. That is the, that is our statistician hard at work right there. Will <laughs> I hit I hit Will Z with an idea and he just froze. He couldn't believe how good it was. That's the face Will makes when the Kings don't hit those three stats. That's that's, that's oh oh Will oh what a moment. Oh man, that's tremendous. Thank you, Will Z. Absolutely yeah, tremendous. Yeah, thank you. Take take care, Will Z. <laughs> I hope like his power didn't go out or anything like that. I was just took a glance out the window. Yeah, like I, I hope wherever Will's at, everything's uh, it's good. Man. See, it doesn't just happen to Ham. No. no. Or Olivia. Poor, poor Olivia oh. doesn't freeze. She yeah, just Olivia just uh, hush, little baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just her her hers hers is that. I'd 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 argue hers is worse than freezing. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough because because you you kind of. 
Can we get through this? Can we get through this? Doesn't look like we're going to get through nope. this. Not going to make it. Oh, wait, it's cleared up a little bit. Nope, not going to make it. Hell, I got kicked out one time in studio. You did? <laughs> How does that happen? I'm sure it was an accident. Remember the missions we used to have to take for Kenny's internet, like when the, fo- sh- the show first started? Oh, goodness. <laughs> like, Kenny, just hardwire. Before the show, like, you guys don't even realize. Before the show, didn't be like, Kenny, just please hardwire. Please, Kenny. Like, just bag in. <laughs> well, I didn't have... You're, I wasn't able to do it, so I got this adapter, and then I did. I had to get the right cord, and then I did, and there was no issues. But the crazy thing was about like, you guys would see all these problems, and it looked like this on my end. Mm-hmm. Like, what you guys talking about? Yeah, I had no idea it looked like that. Well, I mean, I had, I, I. That's where I learned about upload speeds versus download speeds. <laughs> yeah, I had. I called Manny. Manny was. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, your download speed's fine, but the upload speed is way too slow. So I got a, I, 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 and, and I think the turning point I had, I went and got like a one of those. I forgot what they're called, but I got a new modem. But it's like a, I think they're called mesh networks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the modem was too strong for my internet connection, so I had to. I didn't even change internet plans. I changed like internet providers. Oh my gosh! And we rarely. I mean, the only issues we had after that was when like the internet would be down right. like for all of West Roseville it would be gone. And I'm trying to do the show in Sprouts parking lot. <laughs> that did happen too. <laughs> of course I have a, I have a, I have a crappy phone service too. So I can't get internet anywhere. I go, I could barely get a text message if I'm at the grocery <laughs> store and I'm trying to check in on the StreamYard app to do part of the show with you. And the funny thing was that was before your vacation. So you were already before. one way out, one foot out the door. But you're like, man, let me close it out the right way. And, yeah, just and then yeah. I was stressed for and it, and I I didn't give up and this was before the studio so it's not like I could just drive in. Right. I was like I can't leave my man hanging and I'm trying to get Matt to come on early. I'm trying to get all these <laughs> things to happen and go to Sprouts. All right, I just sit in the parking lot and see if I can do do it from there and it didn't work either. Yeah, at least you tried though. L on L. At least you tried.